Hi, my name is Gordon Sinclair. My handle on the IRC is Thistleweb. This Hacker Public Radio uh, edition uh, is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's on the, uh, the add-on framework in Mozilla Firefox and Mozilla Thunderbird, uh, as well as the, the other uh, Mozilla uh, products. I only use those two, so that's what I'm going to concentrate on. Um, the reason it's a little bit different is because I am recording this as a screencast with GTK Record My Desktop. Uh, the audio of the, the the screencast is going to be the MP3 file, uh, and the video will be an optional uh, download on hackerpublicradio.org. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because it's easier to show what I'm talking about uh, than to explain. So, I'm going to keep try to keep in mind that there's going to be an audio only. Uh, section or audio only version so I'm going to try to remember to describe everything that I'm that I'm doing that you could see in the video um, ideally uh, I want this video to be seen by developers of uh, the Mozilla applications as well as the add-ons uh, for the for Firefox and Thunderbird and whatever to to it's in part it's it's trying to suggest more user friendly ways of of reorganizing things changes that could be made to to make um these applications much much smoother um for the users so after that kind of rambling explanation um i'm going to start off with uh firefox uh I've I'll, I'll go on to, to Thunderbird um, later on. So, I've got, this is, uh, if you're watching the video, uh, you'll see this is the, the Linux Mint um, default uh, start page with, uh, uh, with Firefox. Um, it's also XFCE uh, Mint, for those that are curious. Um, it's not the default skin, but uh, or the default theme even. Default icons, but not default uh, theme. Anyway, um, so we'll start off, and we're looking at the add-ons. This whole this whole thing's about the add-on sort of framework that that uh, Mozilla have. Now, first of all, you bring up the add-on uh, the add-on window in Firefox, and the first thing that you can, you spot is you can search in the Firefox one. You can search. Uh, in Thunderbird you can't, it doesn't have a search option uh, it's, it's different basically but the search uh, feature is only as good as the results you can get from it so if you hear for example uh, on, a, on a podcast they say right, no scripts is brilliant, you've got to try no scripts um, well, so, okay you no, uh if I can spell right. No scripts. So you come in here and you search for it. Expecting it to come up and well nothing. There's 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 a few there but no script. No, no scripts even. So what was it 
was a no space. There was a space in there, a no space, or nothing. Take away the space. It's not that. So was it singular? No script. No, there you go. No script with uh, with no space. Now, if that's something that you know the the name of, uh, I keep getting getting it mixed up with. Is it singular? Or is it plural? Uh, that shouldn't really make any difference. Uh, it's not. The all of the the, the add-ons for uh, the the whole Mozilla suite are hosted with with the odd exception. Um, they're almost all hosted on add-ons.mozilla.org, su- sub domain of of Mozilla.org. Now, with that, you've got surely there's one group of of administrators that are that are keeping keeping track of that. So. How is it not? Is it is it possible? I don't see why it's not possible to map various variations on that. You know, like uh, the singular with no space script, or no scripts, no space scripts. I don't see why it's not to map all these variations to um, to the same the same add-on, because that's essentially what they're looking for. Uh, it's, it's um, um, The site is, is certainly large, there's a lot of extensions, there are a lot of add-ons, but they're not, it's not as if it's Google, you know, it's not as if it's gone out and having to find some uh, robot rules to go and index the entire internet. Um, you know this, especially for the the, the mature uh, add-ons that have been going going for a while, and they've had quite a few revisions. This shouldn't be too difficult to do. It really shouldn't, uh, and it would certainly make it so much easier to do that. And it, and on top of that, if the search could actually pick up stuff not not just in the names, but in the uh, in the descriptions as well, it would certainly help. Now, with that in mind, um, the next thing is the um, what you've got here. The add-ons section is basically a um, it's it's a package manager, but not a real package manager. It's a sort of a um, something that could become a package manager uh, if it was if it was done right. Now. For those who don't know what a package manager is, uh, that is basically Linux users have been have had the had the experience of a package manager for a long, long time. Whether it's uh, Yum or Yast or Synaptic or whatever, um, that same principle could very easily be applied to the Mozilla suite as a separate program to handle all the updates to the extensions. Uh, and installation removal of the extensions right across Thunderbird, Firefox, Songbird, um, SeaMonkey, whatever. Uh, I mean, you could use the the, the package manager model uh, and the repository model to uh, to do that. 
and I mean that one advantage with that would be it would give Windows users the 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 joy and the experience of using a proper ma- a proper software manager to install stuff, um, which gives them a, a much better headspace to understand why Linux is is uh, are one of the reasons why Linux is so good. Uh, because with Linux you, you do that with your with all your packages. Um, you've already got uh, plenty of of uh, categories and uh, plenty of ways to split it up and filter it out. Uh, so so there's that. Now the the other part that uh, that makes this not a package manager is the fact that you've got to install them one at a time. Um, with a package manager in Linux, um, you can search for different things. You can click on it to say uh, install. And it won't install yet. What it'll do is add it to the queue uh, and let you search for more stuff and click and install this next program and you know remove that program and install this one. And only when you, you're when you're ready uh, you can then tick apply or OK or uh, accept or whatever the, the button's called um, and that'll then give you the, the, the a summary it'll switch to a summary tab or a sum- summary um, window that says that lists all the things that you've, all the changes you've made uh, and then let, lets you OK it and it'll start downloading and installing them uh, or you can go back, you can cancel and go back and and remove stuff if you've made a mistake. Well, you could you could apply the same thing here uh, and have a a queue uh, icon, a queue tab up at the corner here. Um, call it a queue, call it a, a basket, call it a, a, an installation, call it whatever you want, but something there that would just when you click to add it to Firefox, and remember what I'm talking about is a an add-on manager that would cope with that would cover Thunderbird and and, uh, and all the different other Mozilla apps as well. So it'd be add to Firefox, add to Thunderbird, add to whatever, and it would just silently add them onto this list at the end. Um, at which point you could then, when you're ready. Just click onto the onto the queue uh, or the installation uh, tab and see the list, and they would all be pre-ticked. Uh, you can then go down and, and untick the ones you've made a mistake with, or clear them, or whatever, uh, clear them from the list, or, uh, and then an install button uh, in the bottom. And once you click install, um, then it'll go and do them all at once. Uh, you could even have a a running total. You know, it'll take up. 6 meg or uh, download time uh, download space or whatever you know there's there's plenty of ways you could you could sort of look at that um, you could also set it so that when you uh, when you close Firefox or when you restart it if you've got stuff in in your in your installation queue it could then pop up with a, a little warning. I mean, at the moment, if I go to close 
Firefox, it'll tell me there's tabs open. There's multiple tabs open. Uh, you're about to close two tabs. Are you sure you want to continue? I'll cancel that for now. But that's picking up that there's there's something you might want to get pay attention to. Uh, when you you can set it so that if you're in the middle of downloading something and you go to close, it'll warn you as well. Uh, you can set like down them all uh, to continue downloading after Firefox is closed. So you could also have that triggered to uh, if you've still got stuff in the in the installation queue to uh, to, to figure that and say, look, uh, a little a little warning that says, oh, you've you've got uh, add-ons uh, that that are in, in your in your installation queue. What do you want to do with them? Uh, and you could have various options like uh, just install all of them or uh, close or restart without installing any of them or open up the the manager and let me see them open up the queue and let me see it which is basically opening this window with that installation queue so you've got various uh, various options and the way you could do it um, what you could also have it triggering to do as well is in the themes now the reason I mention this is because ages and ages ago when I first came to Firefox <laughs> I I've, I've realised um, that oh there's, there's add-ons and there's themes and I installed three or four themes and it said that I need to restart to, to, to install the themes and I did that and none of the themes it still looked the same until I realised that I had to actually come in here and click on the on the theme I wanted and use theme and then restart. So you could also have that same uh, installation trigger or the closing trigger um, thing to remember to work out that hey you've just installed a th you've if you've installed any themes in that session in that browsing session for that that to pop up and say oh you've installed new themes. Do you want to switch to a new theme when it, when you, Firefox restarts? No, or uh, if it's yes, it brings up the this themes uh, part of the of the add-on manager. You can select it and then continue to to restart or close down or whatever whatever it was you were trying to do. So that sort of integrates things an awful lot more in the in the add-on manager. And even if you have the one add-on manager as a separate application, rather than uh, something that's built into Firefox or built into Thunderbird, um, not only can you tie it together, but you could also run that on its own without Firefox and then go through and create a new profile and add this set of, of preset uh, add-ons into it. Uh, and have it install with various settings into that profile uh, or export that profile out to a file uh, or out to a USB stick or uh, you know and you, you could do um, I mean right now I don't have Thunderbird open but with a, an add-on manager I could say right I'll add this to Thunderbird this, this, this I'll add that theme, I'll use that theme 
I'll add this, this, this. Oh, Songbird as well. I'll add this, this, and this to, to Songbird. I don't actually use Songbird, but that that was a. Um, if you've listened to my other episode, I, I rather I'm rather fond of my audacious, uh, which is here. Um, so that's there's lots of advantages to doing the a package manager style approach uh, to to Thunderbird. Um, and that package manager could be basically a, a separate program that ties in uh, to to every other uh, Mozilla uh, application. Whew. Right. So with that in mind, um, onwards. That's so at the moment, as I said, you have to install uh, manually one at a time with with Firefox and Thunderbird. Now, if you see down here, um, happen to be on on the page, that's the Firefox up the Firefox um, add-on. You can install add-ons two ways, as as people know. You can click on it here, uh, and then the the window opens up. A uh, huge huge window uh, that covers the add-on add-on manager or the add-on menu, add-on window even. Uh, it, it's huge. I mean, there's a lot of wasted space there, as well as it's covering buttons and and all the rest of it. But we'll install that for now anyway, because we want that. Um, the right. This is another issue as well. Um, the the fact that the the menu comes down. This this not menu. This notification slides down there. Now, any application that comes in at the top like that and slides uh, everything else below it down is not a good idea. Uh, I'll just install something else here, uh, save URI, just to point out something, or point out why. So if I add that, and install. So if we go into uh, Crystal Quote, that, that happened rather quick there. The point, well, what I was trying to do there, um, well, you can imagine it anyway, is if while that's installing and when there's no message there, you can line up to press, uh, to, to have a button underneath the, the mouse, underneath the pointer, just about to click it, and this, this thing kicks in, and there, as a result, Everything below it slides down a little bit. Now that that could mean that whatever you're trying to click on just slides out from underneath your pointer. Now I'm I'm not the only one, but that drives me absolutely mental. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. That to me is is one of the one of the cardinal sins of a UI uh, design is something that slides in like that. That make, that forces uh, stuff to move from underneath your pointer. I absolutely detest that. It's one thing to have that space always free, so that it doesn't no, nothing moves below it. That's that's one thing. Uh, but to have it slide in like that, or even have it slide in at the bottom, where it's not affecting anything else, that's that's fine. Um, well, to a point, that's. That's fine. So, 
what was the other thing that I sort of got sidetracked from there was in uh, Firefox has it knows if I click on uh, on a, an, an add-on here and on the website, it knows that oh I'm 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 a Firefox oh typical Facebook the Eula right uh, the 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 add-ons for Firefox and for Thunderbird are XPI. There you go at the bottom there. Um, add-on 8442 uh, latest.xpi well Thunderbird is the same they're XPI as well but if for some reason except an install well most most add-ons don't have EULAs so it'd just be install um, you click on it and it comes up with the usual installer it knows that it's supposed to be Thunderbird uh, it knows that it's supposed to be Firefox and uh, so, if we go and check the Thunderbird ones, uh, let's pick the first Thunderbird, Thunderbird one that it comes up with, so Enning Mail. Download now. I mean, where's the install? You have to get all these instructions right click and save it as a link and then open it from the tool. It's an XPI file, just like the just like the Firefox one. Oh, excuse me. It's an XPI file. Now whatever is in the the Firefox XPI to tell it that it's a Firefox uh, add-on, why can't that same thing apply to the Thunderbird? To tell it it's a Thunderbird uh add-on, so that if you click on that, it notes oh, I'm Thunderbird, I won't try to install in uh, in Firefox, I'll install in Thunderbird what, I don't I don't understand why that's, why that's not done uh, it just, it seems awkward to, to do it the way that it is uh, where it could just be a single, a single click uh, the same, obviously if you're doing what the package the package manager type approach you could include Thunderbird uh, in here and it would be the same thing add to Thunderbird or add to Songbird add to Seamonkey, whatever um, I don't understand why that's not done here um, I mean even if if it, if it could be if it can't be done in, in like any sort of normal I hesitate to say normal way really um, even if it's a like some XML uh, statement that reads it as Thunderbird, or even a different extension, you know, XPM for Mail or XPT for Thunderbird or something, just something that that can distinguish it, because this this is not a good idea at all. So uh, that I have no idea. Uh, I've never used a Save URI or the the Facebook one. Uh, I came on here for no script to do this demo but anyway so we've got that over and done with the next thing is the restart now why Thunder, why um, the Mozilla applications have to restart to apply plugins I, I don't know um, I, I thought that, that was history when I left Windows 
uh, I guess um, uh, when you're too used to something working well um, you kind of resent the fact that uh, you seem to be going back in time um, with uh, with some some applications now the um, in Linux uh, the only time you have to restart to apply anything is when it's a kernel update uh, or where it's a uh, a video card, a uh, video driver update. That's it. Other than that, everything, every update, uh, every installation or removal uh, is applied on the fly. Now, it might be that because uh, this, that's just how Zool works, I don't know. It might be that uh, the the fact that it's, it's cross-platform, that it's it's got to to deal essentially with the lowest common denominator uh, to to be able to be the same across um, Windows, Apple, and, and Linux. Uh, that could be another reason for it. I don't know, uh, but certainly one of the strengths of uh, Opera is the fact that when you you apply or when you install a theme or a plugin. It loads it and switches to it uh, instantly without having to restart. So you can you can try the the theme out. You can uh, you can try the the add-on out, and if uh, if you like it, one of the one the window that opens up is a little little box that opens up and it says, "Do you want to keep this? Yes or no?" If you say no, it'll uninstall it and revert back to the way it was. Uh, if you say yes, that window will go away and it's already installed. Um, so I would love to see that functionality in uh, in Firefox. Is this restarting? Um, that's uh, that's very much like uh, it reminds me too much of Windows. <laughs> it's not a pleasant it's not a pleasant thing. Uh, there's anyway. So we'll restart just now. Um, You'll notice here there's two uh, there's two tabs. Uh, now I state that because there's going to be more than two tabs when it opens up, which is my next point. Uh, there may be well, we'll see. Right, now, we're back in here. Um, the reason I picked... Uh, well, there you go, we've got the, the Linux Mint starting page, the Thunderbird add-ons, that was the two that we left. And this new one is the No Script tab. Now, the reason that I've picked No Script, and the reason... They're not the only ones that do it. Uh, there's there's quite a few of the, uh, the add-on developers are doing the same trick as... When you install uh, their add-on, or when you update the uh, the add-on, it opens up a nice new tab without giving you any option to switch it off, uh, and and visits their website. Now, in this case, quite often it is their their page of thanks for installing whatever. Now that's fair enough. Sometimes it's, it's uh, like in this in this case it's like change logs and things like that. 
um, things have been added to the, the extension, new features, that type of thing. Now, the, the point I'm making with this is, first of all, with NoScript, what do people use NoScript for? It's to give them control over what scripts open and what, what ones don't. Uh, and NoScript, to make sure their own page gets a hit, uh, I've decided to to just exempt themselves from that uh, on the, the installation or update. Uh, the as far as the the information that it's given you, most people couldn't give two hoots about any of this. This is just a page of text that only means something to the people who are interested in it. Average users couldn't care less about any of this. I understand some of it, not very much, but I'm not interested in looking at it. The people who are interested uh, in in finding out which cross-site scripting updates have been have been fixed, and you know, uh, that's fine. They can look into that. They they know they can look into that. For most people, they couldn't care. So why have these this tab open up uh, to 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 show them that you know what they do care about is is it installed properly now if that's the if if it was a a tab that opened up in the case of an error to say or oh, the 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 add-on was corrupted the download was corrupted. Um, Something went wrong, you know, re-download re it or whatever. That's fine, I have no problem with that. Um, or if it's a, uh, if it's something else you have to do to configure the add-on after it's installed, then that's that's fair enough, but I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. If it's just a change log or a, a thank you for installing whatever, then please, for the love of God, leave it out. Don't have these tabs opening up, because I mean I'm at the point now where there's there's a few uh, add-on websites that I'm really tempted to block because of this behaviour. No script is one of them. Um, every update, I mean, if you install eight, nine, ten uh, add-ons in one go, and then you restart. And you open up and you find that all of a sudden you've got boom, 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 boom. You've got five or six tabs opening up. To me, I don't care what these tabs are. My response is going to be close, 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 close. I, I don't need to, to, to be thanked for installing something. I don't want these tabs to open up. Now, it's one thing to do them when, when they're initially installed. But to to keep doing it every time there's updated as well, you know, it just seems like a a cheap um, trick to get extra extra hits to bump up the the, the rankings, uh, the search rankings. Uh, you know, I, I I respect the fact that these up these add-ons are free free of charge in a lot of cases they're uh, they're free software as well like um like no script as as gpl it's open source I, I respect that 
uh, and I respect the fact that they need to they need to to help raise their profile and and, and seeking donations. And I respect that. It just gets really annoying um, to have these these tabs keeping opening up like that. Uh, so that's that's one of them. As I said, the there are reasons why reasons why it's acceptable or understandable uh, and Foxy Proxy is the, the example of that and I don't know if I mentioned earlier on um, I've this is about the 8th take uh, of this I want to do it all in, all in one go uh, because I'm doing a screencast essentially but anyway uh, Foxy Proxy is one of the the add-ons that it'll find it whether there's a space or not in between Foxy and Proxy. Uh, it finds it. Some don't. Customised Google doesn't. Uh, no scripts, as I've shown, doesn't. Foxy Proxy does. Now, um, once we install Foxy Proxy, uh, that also opens up a, a tab uh, and we'll just restart there Foxy Proxy also opens up a tab uh, once it installs or once it restarts uh, but that tab is, is it's understandable because in part it tells you look, you still have stuff to do uh, before it's configured and ready to to run. Uh, which is, is fair enough. It's disabled. Um, now again we'll come in or wizard. Now this, this is an expert. Some add-ons do need this these extra steps uh, to configure to set up different things. Foxy Proxy is one of them. Uh, there are there are others. But why does it need multiple boxes? I mean, if you open that one box, the, uh, the, the wizard uh, guide, um, you get one question. So you assume that's it. Would you like to configure Foxy Proxy to use with Tor, uh, for use with Tor? Well, yes, that's it. One question. Like move. Well, you can't move on. There's another question. Are you using Tor with Provoxy or without? Uh, okay, without. And that's no, there's another. There's more information it needs uh, about the ports. So we'll okay, that. Do you like DNS requests? Oh yes. And you, at this point, if you don't know, you're starting to wonder just how many questions are going to be going to be sitting, having to answer before this thing starts to run. And there's a, another page in uh, the the proxy sends. Now you've got okay. Usually, when when you get to that stage, you're looking at the OK and thinking, right, that's it. I'll just click that, and all the rest will close, and it'll be installed and it'll be running. No, OK. Um, no, there's another window coming up. Congratulations. Uh, OK, and another window. Do you want to restart for it to take effect? Yes. Now, why is it not possible? If you if you've got an add-on that requires all these extra steps, uh, and after it's installed to get it working, 
why can't you, you design that to, to be in one window? Pop up one window uh, and ask for all that information um, and then hit OK. Uh, sometimes it might not be possible, it might need two windows, but it's certainly a lot better than five or six, uh, just one after the other. I mean, that whole um, yes, 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 except yes, yes. That's Windows stuff. That's that's like that's like nine that's like nineteen nineties installing stuff. You know, um, there's there's a better way to do that. You don't need all these yes 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 to install stuff. So that about covers it for Firefox. Now the I'll just quit that. The the next one is Thunderbird. Now Thunderbird has different issues. Um, as I say, it's a excuse me, it's a different uh, a different add-on. Uh, it's a different add-on uh, window in Thunderbird. Now, actually, I should have mentioned um, the. In fact, I'll, I'll close that again. I'll, I'll start it back up again. Now, you'll notice that I don't have any accounts set up here, any email accounts. Well, I've done uh, a clean profile of Firefox and a clean profile of Thunderbird for this this HPR episode. Uh, so that's the reason. Um, you'll notice here account wizard. Now, that. I'd, I don't know whether it's a good idea or not to have this keeping popping up every time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it just annoys me every time I'm, I'm, I've done this screencast. Each time I, I open Thunderbird to start this part of it, I have to, to cancel and then confirm exit. Uh, there's no, to me, there's no reason why it couldn't start like this. Essentially. Um, with uh, with no pop up, no windows to close, uh, because you can always uh, where are we? New account, uh, new yeah, new account. You can always click from there. But then again, some users might not know how to do that. So uh, having that window pop up, I suppose it's fair enough. It's a bit inconvenient for me, but I sort of understand why it's there. Um, or having like a button somewhere, you know, for new account. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to the add-ons. This Thunderbird has a different add-on uh, window. First of all, there's no search feature uh, here, uh, so that's that's one kind of downer. With the add-on add-on manager, along the lines of a sort of a, a, a package manager. Um, that could all be combined, uh, which is say would be handy. But in its current state, uh, when when you go to install a package, you would expect that install is uh, opens up the web page, but it doesn't. It opens up your local uh, the stuff you've already had download. So the first thing to notice is you cannot select more than one at a time. Oh. You cannot select more than one at a time. You've got to do them just once. So 
down them all. And then again, big window popping up, three seconds to wait, installed one at a time, yes. Uh, and that's the point, it jumps over to the installation tab. Now, to install the next plugin, or the next add-on, you've got to first go back to extensions, and then down to install, to get the next one. OK, three seconds, two, one, install now. And again, back to the installation. That gets really tedious, especially if you have to do them one at a time and you've got quite a few. Uh, the the same with the themes. Again, uh, you're installing themes from the same way. Install three, two, one, yes. Install now. Uh, again, the, the same thing applies from uh, as far as having uh, to use the theme or not. That could be a, uh, a thing in the installation that's picked up that, oh, you've installed a theme, uh, would you like to switch to it um, upon reboot? So the other thing that I noticed here, I don't remember if I mentioned it or not in this in this take, was the restart option. Now, given that you have to restart uh, both Firefox and Thunderbird to apply these updates, why is restart not an option in here? Why is it not part of the core um, core function of of these programs? Because you have to restart to do it. Um, to my mind it should be there uh, that way uh, I could close that just now uh, go on I mean if I had an email account set up at the moment uh, in this profile uh, I could go on send, do some, some stuff with email uh, and then think oh right I should have I should, I've got updates to, to do come in here restart rather than having to come back in to the add-ons and then installation, and then restart. Uh, it just seems a bit more, a bit more, to give more options and more flexibility, and uh, and the way things are uh, are done. So, I think I've rambled a wee bit uh, there. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is sign off at that. Let's uh, say the audio of this is going to be the the MP3. Uh, file in the, the HPR feed and the video will be the, the optional download um, now I hope that the Mozilla developers are, are going to look at this and, and take some of these ideas on board uh, and do what they can with them uh, I understand there may be limitations with uh, Zool itself um, or with other complications that that I don't understand, I'm not a I'm not a programmer, uh, but hopefully some of that can be implemented somehow uh, into uh, into these applications because both of them are are fantastic. Uh, they are really really good apps, uh, but they could be better. Um, and if we can give um, we in the free software uh, community. Uh, if we can give like, Windows users a taste of package management, um, it, it will blow their minds because that's that's one of the things that that always seems to be to impress people. 
uh, when you show them Linux and how to install things and you show them the package manager how they can just search for a search through a, a big catalogue and click, oh, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that and it's not just trial versions, it's proper software so at least the, the add-on manager would give them a taste of that still within Windows uh, but for the Firefox, uh, for the Mozilla add-ons um, so and then then you've got the you've dangled the, the the little sweetener out in front of them and then you can say look you come over to Linux your whole system can be managed like that uh, and just watch their eyes light up uh, and have them hopefully um, begging you for more information and uh, and and free discs and things so anyway uh, that was ending on a bit of a, a positive note I think uh, so I'm going to end it there uh, my name is Gordon Sinclair my uh, IRC handle is Thistleweb uh, my, if you want to contact me by email uh, it's thistle.webcast at googlemail.com I have no doubt missed some things because as I said this is the, about the fifth or sixth take that I've done uh, uh, I think I've covered everything this time I hope um, so anyway this has been another episode of Hacker Public Radio and uh, thank you for uh, for giving it the time to watch it I'll be there thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio HPR is sponsored by caro.net so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs